Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today, at the time of recording this episode of the Lash Business Lounge, it is International Women's Day. And I want to talk about a subject that I have touched on a lot during this podcast over the last little bit more than 12 months. And I also touch on this a lot in my content on Instagram and Facebook, and it is people pleasing. And I believe that a lot of us are guilty of this. And I feel that women are especially prone to people pleasing and I'm not saying that all women are, but it's easy to see why. And I think, you know, from a young age, we as girls are, you know, we're told to be polite and we're taught to be helpful and, you know, avoid any confrontations and things like that. And and we receive praise for being good listeners and p- for putting the needs of other people ahead of our own. While boys you know, they're sort of praised for being assertive and, you know, competitive and confident. And then this really trickles through to the rest of our lives. And I feel that women in the beauty industry, or the women, women in the hair and beauty industry, we are naturally people pleasers because we get that rush of nice feelings when we make our clients happy. So we do a good job of whatever service we are providing to them and they love it. And then we love that they love it. And, you know, we're we're happy. Like this gives us all the feels, all the good feels and our clients are happy and they book back in. And this can really lead to a little bit of a cycle of people pleasing. And it's not easy to get out of once you start saying yes too often and you have really blurry boundaries as a service provider and a business owner, a boss of, a leader of a team. Because when you don't have those clear boundaries with, uh, you know, your clients and your staff, you can burn out really, really, really fast because you are trapped in this cycle of saying yes and you feel this constant need to live up to everybody's expectations and be doing everything you can, bending over backwards to make everyone else happy at the cost of your own happiness. So one of the biggest negative effects of chronic people-pleasing is failure to set clear boundaries. And these can be both with your team and with clients, like I mentioned earlier. And basically, if you are always saying yes to your team's demands just to keep them happy or, you know, for fear that they're going to leave or your clients are going to go elsewhere. If you're saying yes to them, you are probably going to find yourself taking on more work than you can handle and you're going to be agreeing to do things that don't really align with your expertise or your values as a service provider, as a business owner. An example of this would be you know, one of your team members confronts you and says, oh, Lauren, I've been asked to go on a trip somewhere 
tomorrow and I'm wondering if I can please have the day off. And you're put on the spot and inside you really want to say no because you know that if that staff member has that day off, you are going to have to come in and do their clients for them. Or you're going to have to ask if your other team members can absorb the clients that are left out in the cold by this other first team member having the day off. And it really puts you out, but you feel the overwhelming pressure to say yes because you're worried that this team member is going to be upset with you, you know, they're probably going to leave and, you know, that's going to be even worse. So you just end up agreeing to it and you say yes and you arrange all of your plans and, you know, you cover that person's shift. So that's not good because you're agreeing to things that go against your values, you know, Asking for time off last minute is definitely something you wouldn't have done as an employee and it hurts that this person is doing it to you. An example from, you know, a client perspective is you're booked out, that client didn't book an appointment or pre-book an appointment with you or they cancelled one last minute and they're trying to reschedule and they can't get back in with you. They're being difficult. They don't want to go to anybody else on your team or they don't want to wait an extra few days. They haven't. They might have an event on on the weekend or something like that. You're booked out. They're pressuring you and you end up saying, oh, yes, I'll stay late and I'll do your lashes then. Or, oh, yes, I'll just um, have a shorter lunch break or probably no lunch break at all and I'll fit you in that way. Or I'll try and swap an appointment for you. So this all involves you going above and beyond and doing extra work just to accommodate this person when, you know, they were the ones at fault in the beginning. And look, I am 100% about client satisfaction. I do go above and beyond for my clients still to this day, but I do know my boundaries now and I can say no to people because I've learned the hard way that saying yes too often doesn't get you to a good place. And that bad place that I'm referring to is burnout. And I can I can definitely say that I've talked about burnout on this podcast before, but getting to that stage of burnout in your business is not a fun place to be. Business is not fun anymore. You will often have feelings of, you know, resentment towards your business, asking questions to yourself like, I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. It's not worth it. I'm so tired. Uh, you might have feelings of dread when you're going to work in the morning and you're generally just not a happy person to be around. And this also really leads to feelings of not wanting to set goals for the future and you can't even really imagine yourself succeeding and having that enjoying business success in the future because you are so tired and you are stuck in the hamster wheel, I like to call it the hamster wheel of lashing. If you're a lash artist, the hamster wheel of lashing, you're just doing client after client. You are so tired. You can't get off because if you have a sick day or you take some time off, you got to work so much harder before you go, when you come back and it's just not worthwhile. So you're on this hamster wheel and you're just working away and it doesn't feel good. So when you're in that state of burnout, you cannot be excited about your business. You can't, you know, dream of business success. You can't plan into the future. You can't set goals. It's not a good place to be. So saying yes all the time 
will very, very quickly lead you to that place of burnout and exhaustion in your business. And you will not be able to be productive and run your business effectively. So people pleasing can also uh, stop you from prioritizing your own needs and goals as a business owner. If you are constantly trying to please other people, you are not going to be able to set aside time for your personal and professional development. You're not going to feel like you want to pursue your own goals and initiatives. So, you know, this is, again, tied into burnout. You are giving too much of yourself away by saying yes all the time. And, you know, while it's so important to provide excellent customer service to all of your clients because you do want them to come back, you know, you do want them to book back in with you. You want them to book six months ahead into the future because, you know, our clients that do that, that have future bookings, are, you know, they're, they're our bread and butter and that's the only way to grow a business really is to have a high client retention rate, a high, you know, customer happiness level. You still need to look after yourself and learn to say no more often. So I'm just going to go over a couple of tips to help you start setting some boundaries and start saying no more often. The first one I would suggest is make sure that your booking system or your calendar cannot be seen by your clients. So you need to have an iPad screen or a phone screen or a computer screen, or if you use an old-fashioned appointment book, your clients can't see it when they're booking back in with you. You need to have it facing away from them. So my computers face my reception desk and my clients come to the front of the counter, they cannot come around, they cannot hang hang their head around the side of the computer. And if they ever do, I politely inform them that, you know, my computer screen, my appointment book, it contains other clients' personal information and they can't look at it for privacy reasons. And, you know, they're very quickly, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Yep. But that's a really nice way to say it. But always make sure that they can't see what gaps you have. You don't want them to be able to dictate to you when or when they are not coming in for their appointment. Uh, You are in control of your business and you are in control of your calendar. And at the end of the day, the only person that is responsible for overworking themselves (laughs) is you. And, you know, I used to do ridiculous things when I first started my business because I found it very, very difficult to say no. I did get to that place of burnout and I have learned the hard way, but now I find it very easy to say no. I just say, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I don't have anything available that week at all. I can look at the following week for you, but at that stage, you will need a new full set because it, it will have been, you know, more than four weeks since your last infill appointment. I have other staff members who are fantastic that are available on those days and times that you need, but I am not available then, I apologise. But I can book you back in for your next one and it might be a good idea if you book a few appointments in advance because I do only work one day a week now and I am a little bit harder to get into. So saying no, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or a rude person and I think maybe you should celebrate. So this is my next tip. Celebrate when you say no. (laughs) If you need help with this, I would suggest seeing a therapist or a psychologist or even have a mentor or a coach. Find a business bestie 
you know, someone that you can actually, you know, bounce ideas off for saying no to people because I know so many of us struggle with this in this industry and celebrate those small wins. You actually, when you actually do stick to your guns, tell someone about it and say how proud you are of yourself. I know that I just cheer my one-on-one coaching clients along so hard when they say to me, Lauren, you'll be proud of me. This week, I'm finishing at my normal finishing time every day. I haven't booked anyone in after hours. I said no. These people rescheduled their appointments last minute and it is not my fault that they did that. It's their fault. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, it is their fault. It is not your responsibility to squeeze them back in if they have cancelled or rescheduled late and you are already booked out. These clients should know better. So don't feel like you are going to lose a client. And honestly, if it's someone who's a repeat offender, don't feel too bad about it because really, do you want to always be squeezing this, these people in? And that just brings me to another point, you know, like usually if you are saying yes too often, you are training your clients, you know, what's acceptable with their behaviour. I will tell you a story from my own life. I uh, had a staff member, it was my first staff member, she called in sick and this is the first time it ever happened to me and I had to reschedule a whole day worth of her clients and they were my old clients. You know, I'd gotten too busy and I had to hire someone to help me and these people were all my old clients. So I felt responsible that my team member had called in sick And silly me, I think it was a Friday she'd called in sick, and silly me offered to work on the Sunday because I was booked out. I was booked out all day that Friday that they were meant to come. I was booked out, you know, 7 a.m. till probably 6 or later on the Sunday, on the Saturday, sorry, and Sunday was my day off, but I had time to do them. So I rescheduled all of these clients into the Sunday and I did them all myself Silly, silly, silly girl. This was very early on in the piece, probably maybe five or six months into me having my business. And I ha- like just had the overwhelming urge to fix it. I had to make it better. I couldn't stand that, you know, my staff had called in sick and I had to fix the problem. And that was really dumb because from then on in, those clients expected me to work late, come in on a Sunday. One in particular ended up consistently asking for Sunday appointments, even though she knew my salon was closed. And doing that, I know looking back now, I just made my my business life a whole lot harder because I did that that one time. I went against my, you know, my morals and values as a business owner and I, I went into my family time. You know, that Sunday was really the only day that I got to spend with my husband and my children because he worked Monday to Friday. I worked all day Saturday. So Sundays was our day and I shouldn't have done that. And I felt sick doing it, but I couldn't stand that these clients had been moved and I really wanted to accommodate them. I didn't want them to get out of their normal refill schedule, their lash refill schedule, I should say. And yeah, I I did that and it had long lasting consequences. And it got to the point where that client who constantly asked for Sunday appointments ended up just absolutely cracking it with us. Uh, She cancelled on the morning of an appointment. 
I had a few staff members by this stage. It was probably 12 months after this initially happened. And she actually said, well, won't Lauren come in on Sunday morning and do do them for me? I'm going away. And this person was a personal trainer and she had booked a client in. She double booked herself. So that's why she couldn't get her lashes done on the Friday. And I said, no, I said, I'm really sorry. We're closed on a Sunday. I was pretending to be somebody else on my team when I was responding. (laughs) So she didn't know she was talking to me. I said, unfortunately, Lauren's unavailable this Sunday. So, you know, we've got this appointment and this appointment and this appointment available or your original appointment time, you know, that you booked with us two weeks ago. And she lost it and she never came back. She never came back. And you know what? I wasn't that sad to see that client go because she really did push the boundaries and I did I did bend my boundaries for her and I shouldn't have done it. Uh, we do learn these lessons the hard way, but not having clear boundaries and saying yes too often, it really does set you up for long-term stress and anxiety around bookings and certain clients. So I would practice saying no and celebrate your wins. It's like a muscle. Every time you flex it, it gets stronger. So your boundaries and saying no more often, it's just going to get easier the more you do it. So know that if you say yes too much, it's probably going to lead to so much stress and anxiety in your business and burnout that it's going to be worse than the uncomfortable feeling of saying no in the moment to that person. My next tip on saying no and how to have better boundaries within your business is taking the plunge and having somebody else check your clients out for you. When I bring my clients to my reception counter and I can leave them with Sarah, my full-time receptionist, or I can leave them with another team member to rebook and, you know, check them out, they can say no for me. (laughs) So this has been a real game changer in my business. I've mentioned before on this podcast that I've had a full-time receptionist since 2017 and it was one of the best investments that I ever made. Definitely as a people pleaser, it's invaluable having somebody else that has control of the appointment book and they have no, they're customer service based, but they have no sort of people pleasing tendencies. I don't feel the overwhelming need to say yes to this person that, you know, they've built a long-term relationship over doing their lashes for a number of years or their hair or whatever. And they don't feel that they have to say no. So they can be very uh, neutral about the situation. They can offer other appointments with team members or they they can literally just look at what's available in the calendar. They are not going to book someone into your day off or through your lunch break or after business hours. They're not going to feel the need to do that. So if you have someone who is checking your clients out and taking control of your appointment calendar, it is a lot easier to say no to people and unrealistic demands. So those are my three tips on, you know, stopping the people-pleasing tendencies. So I am keen to know, are you a people pleaser? Have you struggled with this? Are you currently struggling with this now? Or is this something that you've overcome? You've struggled with it in the past and you've overcome. I would love to hear your tips on this. Please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Lauren Lappin underscore. So L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-P-I-N underscore. And also, I love to see 
how and when you are listening to this podcast. Please snap a selfie, not while you're driving though, if you're driving, but yeah, snap a selfie if you're at the gym, if you're going for a walk, if you're cleaning the house. I love to see how and when you're listening. Tag me in it so I can see and let me know what you thought of the episode. But that is all I've got for you today and I'll see you online soon.